There's a saying that some of you may have heard. It's, it goes this way. We can't outdo the Lord in generosity. We can't outdo the Lord in generosity. And our scripture readings today, they point us to reflect on this theme of generosity. First and foremost, God's generosity to us. And secondly, our generosity with the Lord and with others. And we see two widows that figure very prominently in the readings today. The first reading, the widow and Elijah. Elijah is hungry, and he needs something to eat, but the widow, because they're in a drought, they, she's fearful that she's not going to be able to sustain what she has left. She's running out of oil and flour, and she's af- afraid because she has a son to take care of. And Elijah says, look, make me something to eat, I promise you, I promise you that your oil and flour will not run dry until rain falls upon the earth. So out of her generosity, she takes care of the prophet, and the Lord keeps his promise. For a whole year, the oil and flour never runs out, miraculously. God's fidelity. And then in the gospel, our Lord praises another widow. He's watching all the people put money in the treasury. A lot of wealthy are putting in from their surplus. And yet this poor widow gives everything she has. She gives it completely to the Lord, and the Lord praises her for that. In both of these widows, we see tremendous acts of generosity, not focusing on themselves, but giving of themselves. Why is generosity such an important part of the Christian life? Well, there is a theological reason that we are generous. It's because when we are generous, we are imitating the very generosity of God himself. What do we believe as Christians? What's the core of our belief? What what is at the, the heart of what we believe? It's encapsulated in that very famous quote in the Gospel of John, John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. God loves us so much that he emptied himself. He became one of us in the person of Jesus Christ. And he literally poured his life out for us, every drop of blood. He gave himself completely for us and for our salvation. There's nothing more generous than that. We can't outdo the Lord in generosity. We had been separated from God because of original sin, the sin of our first parents, that sin of disobedience. And so the only way that could be repaired is if God himself became one of us and lived a life of perfect obedience, a a life of perfect love. So Jesus lived a life of perfect obedience to his Father to repair the disobedience of Adam and Eve. And by doing so, he redeemed us. He opened for us the way to salvation. It had been closed. He opened for us the way to holiness, the way to eternal life. We can't outdo that generosity of God, that God gave himself completely for us, poured his life out for each one of us because he loves us. You know, as we reflect upon that, as we reflect upon God's love and generosity with us, I think the question that we are led to ponder and the readings lead us to ponder this today is, what about us? How generous 
are we with the Lord? How generous are we with God? How can we put this into action? That's a good question for us. How can we practically live out our generosity with the Lord? There are so many ways that we can do that. But I think as we prepare for this coming week, we could think of some practical ways that we can do it. You know, oftentimes when we come to Mass uh, and we pray and we, we feel uplifted and we're worshiping God and we might get something, hopefully something out of the scriptures and the homily, Uh, We don't always leave with practical resolutions. I think it's helpful for us to do that. So I want to offer just a very simple few practical things that we can do this week to be generous with the Lord. It begins with keeping him number one in our lives, putting him first. But then by doing that, we put that into practice by being generous with our time. So this week, each and every day, let's pledge to be generous with the Lord to the Lord with our time. What does that look like? Carve out prayer time every day, 10 or 15 minutes that you set aside to be quiet with the Lord and just talk to him from your heart. Maybe read some scripture and ponder, pray with the scripture. You could come to church and pray. We have adoration every Tuesday, but the church is open during the day. The adoration chapel at Immaculate Conception, that's 24-7. Just set that time aside with Jesus. Be generous with the Lord this week. Give him 10 or 15 minutes of your day of quiet prayer, talking to him from your heart, contemplating his love and generosity. Another way to be generous with God with our time is consecrating our Sunday to the Lord. Now, I know in a certain sense I'm preaching to the choir because you're all here at Mass. But you know, even, even Catholics who come to Mass uh, regularly, we can fall into the trap of, of being laxed when it comes to Mass once in a while. We should never be laxed when it comes to Sunday Mass. Sunday Mass should always be our priority. It's that one day of the week where we as Christians are called to relive Easter, to be a family of faith worshiping the Lord together. So we can be generous with the Lord by making sure that we're guarding our Sunday Mass time, especially with families, our families, right? You know, um, oftentimes we feel too busy. We feel overwhelmed. You know, I was in the religious education classes. I go in, try to go in every week, and a couple of weeks ago I was talking to them about the importance of Sunday Mass, and one of the children asked me, I think it was fourth or fifth grade, she said, well, Father, what if we don't have time to go to Mass? I thought... I wonder where she heard that from. Right. If we don't have time for the Lord, right, then he's not number one in our lives. And we have to keep him number one. He can't be second. He can't be third. God has to be number one. And one of the ways that we live that out is making sure that nothing ever gets in the way of Sunday Mass. Now, granted, there are emergencies. There's illness. But on a regular basis, We should never just be laxed about it and say, well, I just can't make it today. I'll go next week. Oh, we're going to be on vacation this week. We'll worry about it next week. No, God is number one. And worshiping him every Sunday is a way to be generous with him. As we reflect upon his generosity with us, we can at least give him every Sunday and every day give him some time of prayer. And then lastly, 
let's be, make it a point to be generous with others, right? As we are generous with the Lord and we reflect upon his generosity with us, we have to allow God's generosity to overflow from our lives to touch other people. So this week, be generous with your time with other people. How can you do that? There are a hundred ways. Maybe there is uh, an elderly person in your neighborhood who needs a visit. Maybe they're not feeling well. You could bring a meal to them. Maybe you have friends or family that are struggling and they need you to reach out to them by giving them a call or just reaching out to them with a text. Something, you can think of something. We can all think of something this week, each and every day, to be focused on taking care of other people, be focused on reaching out to other people. As we reflect upon God's love and generosity, we have to share it. Because when we share God's love and generosity, other people are touched by that And they come to know God's love through us. I want to make a promise to you. And it's a promise that's similar uh, that Elijah made to the widow. If you and I are generous with God, with our time, this week, try it. Every day, give God 10 to 15 minutes of prayer. Give the Lord your Sunday. And then this week, be focused on reaching out to other people and being generous with other people. I promise you this, if you're generous with the Lord every day and you make it a point to be generous with others every day, you will have the time and the energy to take care of the things that you need to get done in your life. I promise you. Just like Elijah promised the widow that her oil and flour would not run dry, if you're concerned about being too busy and not having time for the Lord and for others, make it a point to make God number one with your time and make it a point to make others the focus of your week by being generous with them and serving them. And I promise you, by the end of the week, you'll look back and say, I was generous with the Lord, I was generous with the others, and I had enough time and energy to get the things I needed to get done for my own self. Because the truth is, we can never outdo the Lord in generosity.